Hi, this is Mike. This is Russ. And this is Matt, and you're listening to the Empty Spiral podcast, the official podcast of the Lacuna Core community. It's been a while, I think it's fair to say, listeners, dear listeners. Um, yeah, so 2019 has been great for Lacuna Coil. Uh, not being so great for the Empty Spiral podcast. I think it's fair to say that we've been quite distracted yeah, in a number of different areas. But we're hoping to correct that. We'll come back to that in a little while. Before I say anything further, I really ought to turn to my two compadres... And say hello. So I'll start with Mr. Taylor. Russ, how are you, sir? I'm good. I'm good. Um, currently coasting my way around the M25 this week and made it through three hours of traffic to uh, make it to the podcast. Yes, so um, we got it's you been there. a while, but I got here eventually. Excellent. I was on the M25 today um, and it was a nightmare. But yeah, so the road to hell. Um, how's things, how's life been with you generally? Are you. Looking after yourself, getting to shows, all that kind of stuff? Yeah, unfortunately, uh, the planets didn't align for the first time in a long, long time on the uh, the recent Lacuna tour that we'll touch on to. So, regrettably, I only made it to London. But, um, thankfully, yourself and Mike managed to um, keep up the good fight and made it to multiple shows, which I'm sure we'll discuss in a minute. And, um, yeah, pretty much just um, living the uh, the English countryside dream, dare I say. Uh, living the, the dream, living the dream, such as England and the rest of the UK at the moment. Fair enough. Well, it's, uh, it's, as I say, it's been a while since we've spoken, actually. Obviously, we spoke on Saturday or last Saturday of the show. But uh, prior to that, it had been ages since we got together. So, as I said before, kind of hoping that we can turn that around um anyway without further ado mr dyer mike how are you hello uh, i'm good thank you um it's a bit grim up north as they say with the weather <laughs> now that we're steering towards christmas um, well you're but, up north so you, you i mean yes, it's, it's yes. all right for us soft southerners to say it's grim up north but it adds a lot more weight when you say it yeah it's, it, well it's not too bad at the moment but i think the weather's going to turn um, this week and um, because it's well November. It's been very <laughs> mild December. here. Actually, it's been, it has been very mild in London. I feel, but we've, yeah, got, yeah. we've got a blanket of pollution to look after us. So it's all good. Yeah. All that, all that sky, sky haze when you look at it. Exactly, exactly. How's life with you? Uh, good. Work's busy, um, mm-hmm. but other than that, I've been trying to uh, kill out at weekends with cinema and other things, gigs. When oh, I can. didn't you? Didn't I see you post on Facebook that you'd seen the new Terminator film? Yes, yes. I, I, w- I was going to see it on its release day, but typically weekends and train strikes, that never happens. So I managed to see it on Saturday, which I think is probably the last weekend it'll be on. So and... that was probably, probably uh, well, well worth seeing, I thought. It, it, it oh, was really? very good. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm very, very nervous about new Terminator films. You know, yeah, I, yeah. So, it... Some of it dragged a bit. I thought that they could some of the fight scenes and everything i thought well come on it's it's dragging on a bit too much but as far as films go for a terminator film it was it was i don't know six or seven out of ten i would guess okay that's not too bad for a terminator film yeah yeah all right well as for me so uh i mean i can pretty much take most of the blame for the lack of a podcast um 28 2019 we're in aren't we yeah 2019 i was thinking about the last time we recorded one 2019 has been a bit of a roller coaster ride for me i lost my job earlier on the year i took a long sabbatical i've learned how to use power tools as i converted my garage into an office space slash 
gaming room, man cave, etc. Um, holidays, multiple holidays, Canada, and went over to Milan, been over there a couple of times, uh, over to New York for the 119 show in New York, uh, which was amazing, um, and just recently started a new job. So, you know, when I had all that spare time for five months, I didn't use that time to record any podcasts. Now that I've got less time, I've decided to jump on board again and record a podcast. So I'm not quite sure how that works out. It doesn't seem particularly <laughs> logical to me, but there we go. Anyway, that's us. Um, I think it's fair to say that we're absolutely determined to uh, get back into our regular schedule of releasing podcasts one a week. Uh, we will see how well we do. Please don't hold us to that. Uh, most of it's my time because obviously once it's recorded, I need to edit it and get all the juicy stuff in there and, uh, you know, remove all the screw ups, which are mostly my fault as well. I hasten to add and then, yeah, make it come alive and get it online. So yeah, let's see how that one goes. Let's, talk about news shall we so well we, we we talked briefly about the tour in europe and obviously for us it was mostly the uk uh but of course lacuna Carla have announced recently another couple of tours so they're really pushing the, the touring on black anima and justifiably so um well obviously that's a little premature but uh i think it's fair to say that the the new songs present themselves very very well in the live setting um and of course uh, the band want to give fans around the world the opportunity to listen to it as much as possible. So we know that they're at the Download Festival in um, in Australia. Guys, I didn't even know there was an Australian Download Festival. So that's, that's totally <laughs> there is now. There, but apparently there is. Is this like a new thing? Did, new, I, I did I miss the message or something? I don't know, but... Do they export the mud? That's what I want to know. The mud and the weather. Do they I export that to Australia. Well, it's in it's in May, isn't it? So I guess technically yeah. that's like autumn. I don't know. I can't help but think that even winter in Australia is not going to be anything like our crappy <laughs> English summers, which are, as you say, rather moist and not in a good way. Um, I've noticed that they've exported the bulldog. So yeah, it's yeah. clearly the same marketing company I, I i know nothing about it but it's great to not see not the them. same bookers apparently sorry right. to interrupt okay it's not the same what sorry mike so andy coffin who organized this download here yeah is like an advisor role for um australia and japan so the lineup and everything over there is not his bag it's he can advise what's going on but it's a separate booking agent that gets oh, him on board i, I think okay i do wonder how they why they decided to call it download. I mean, there's obviously yeah. a story there. I mean, did they feel that they would, from a marketing or perspective, they would be advantaged by calling it downloaded? Does the download have a reputation on the global festival mm-hmm. circuit? Who knows? Because uh, it's yeah. download Japan, I think, isn't it, as well? Yeah, yeah. I mean, maybe yeah. it's just a case of, you know, spreading it worldwide like we do with all of our stupid well, like talent programs. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah well, I mean... Whatever reason, it's great to see Lacuna return to um, Australia, fun. isn't it? Yeah. So that's brilliant. Uh, and then, of course, we've got the uh, South American tour as well, which has mm-hmm. recently been announced. And obviously that starts on the 11th of February in Brazil. It's about, I think it's about four, five dates in Brazil, one in Argentina, one in Chile. It's never going to be enough for our 
South American <laughs> brothers and sisters, of course, because they absolutely love looking at the call and they have that passion that um, few other areas around the world can really compete with. And certainly every time I speak to um, members of the band about their experiences in South America, they're always extremely positive, usually filled with the words crazy. Um, so you've been over there, Mike, didn't you? You went over there a few years ago to see was yeah, it one or two to- shows. No, no, I um, I went for the World Cup in 2014. Um, you... Russell, Russell went to Venezuela. Oh, that's right. I'm, you're right. I did it, many, many, many years ago. That was many years ago. The Shallow Life Cycle in 2010. Speaking of Venezuela, I saw Chetty on. Was saw them recently. Was that yesterday? Yeah, yeah. That was she great. Saw them the other day in Munich. Wow, wow. That, was, that was great to see her posting. Oh, just, as I think she said in her post, that was a long time ago. But brilliant. Yeah. So you saw her in. Venezuela, um, I'd love to go over and see see Lacuna Coal in Brazil or wherever. That'd be amazing. But I'm sure the fans um, in South America will really enjoy the music, go mental as always. I'm sure the band will have a great time. And then this kind of caught me completely left field, and I think it surprised a few people. Uh, in May, uh, was it the 3rd of May, I think is the first date, uh, Lacuna Coal are supporting Apocalyptica. Uh, in America through um, quite a few dates, as I recall. I think it's over the course of all the way through to the 26th. So it's slightly less than a a, um, a month of touring. But yeah, that's an interesting one, isn't it? It's not what I would have expected. I really not what I've exactly. expected. But I'm sure it'll be a good opportunity. I, I think someone posted on Facebook, I'm sure there'll be a certain female singer that will join them for a song. Um but yeah, I, I think that's an interesting one. I've never seen Apocalyptica live. Actually, I take that back. I think I saw them at a was it a Krang Awards? Was it or a Metal Hammer Awards many years ago? I think I saw them in London at one of those awards ceremonies, and it was pretty cool stuff. Um, so yeah, it's an opportunity to get new fans and uh, and for Lacuna Core fans that do go to those uh, shows to to listen to an apocalypse of course that's a good thing so that's um i'm just looking at the dates now we got sort of midwest by the looks of things so oh it just starts off in florida mm-hmm. so florida atlanta austin texas albuquerque and then up to california oregon washington state in seattle well, then we then they on the by mid-may they're hitting vancouver and edmonton so west coast and then heading across so calgary and then coming back down to minneapolis chicago back up to toronto montreal and then hartford connecticut and then down to new york and boston so a bit of a whistle stop tour really over the course of uh, three weeks i'm sure it'll be amazing and there's a part of me that really wants to go i'm not quite sure i can make it happen but it'd be kind of cool if i could so those are the tours we're aware of. I can't help but think there'll be more released over the course of the next few months going. You know, it, it feels like you know, if we look at this historically, when there's a tour cycle like this, there's usually summer um, festivals, isn't there? Yeah. They, they appear on. Uh, so typically what happens is that they tour through to the end of May. Then the summer festivals hit. You don't get that many t- individual band tours over that period because of the festivals typically you get festival tours uh and then they kind of mix in a few dates don't they to sort of fill out the calendar if they can so i'm half expecting to see that a lot of people ask questions about 
Um, you know, when are you coming back to our shores? And I hear that all the time. Sometimes ask me, a lot of time ask Christina and Andrea. And the answer is they don't always know for a very long time. You know, these these, these, take, these things take a long time to, to sort out. And uh, they can kind of be a bit surprising to everybody, really. I think it all, down, all boils down to when people are available and when the, uh, the venues are available, etc. So as soon as we know something, of course, we'll report it on either Facebook or Twitter or the Empty Spiral website. So, yeah, there's the tours. Uh, merch. So you guys were both at the recent Black Animate European shows so there's quite a lot of new merch at the moment isn't there it's not all appearing online but there's quite no. a lot of stuff available at the shows uh-huh what did you get um i got all of it of course you did <laughs> the, the, only gripe, <laughs> the only gripe i had was they didn't do any sizing anything in double xl mm. which to me judging on i mean my build and a lot of builds of people in germany and holland and various places there are very very big people around which yeah yeah is a bit of a, I don't know, a, a mishap in, in the ordering process, possibly. But I did speak to the guy that did merch, and he seemed to suggest that a lot of it is po- possibly going to go online after the tour finishes. So if that happened, hopefully there might be some other stuff. But there was quite an array of things, as, as you saw. Yeah, yeah. Well worth buying. I mean, I love the T-shirts. All the T-shirts are pretty cool. Yeah, Russ, did you manage to pick anything else up? Russ, did you get anything? The thing that I desperately wanted that was sold out was the uh, the long sleeve black anima because I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. But merch definitely proved popular, and uh, the other cool thing on this run was they were selling um, copies of the Luca Comics Batman edition. They were indeed, although it was quite expensive. Yeah. You know, I think I, I think it was definitely something for collectors. It's fair mm. to say. Um, given that if you you know when you look inside it, there's nothing inside it. It's, it's, it's a Batman. Not that I can read Italian. Uh, it's very well illustrated, or full color throughout. Um, so it's definitely something for collectors. So yeah, that was pretty cool. If you weren't lucky enough to get to Luca Comics uh, at the end of October and snag yourself a copy, that was a way to do it. Uh, I never picked up the long sleeve one. I've never been a fan of long sleeve um, t-shirts. If I'm going to wear something long sleeve, it'll either be a hoodie or a proper work shirt or a formal shirt. They yeah. really could have get my head around that. But I, I agree with Russell that the design was really good and I was really tempted, but I didn't have the cash, you know, as a consequence. You know what the, sorry. Go on. I was just going to say, do you know the other trick that they missed with the merch, What's I that? think, is that they, the the new black anima logo, I think, would have worked really well on a brand new black work shirt. With that on the back and Lacuna Cole written on the patch on the left-hand side. Absolutely. We do not see enough work shirts. No. I will I will always buy a work shirt if I can. I would I buy a several. I love work shirts. Yeah, we talked about this, didn't we? Yeah, uh, the, yeah. The, the, um, which one was it? The Delirium work shirt, the sort of the yeah. sanatorium. I mean, I love that. It's my favourite work shirt. And I, I, as we talked about, I would have definitely had the opportunity arisen and bought more of those and yeah. uh, given that the the color scheme and the logo for black anima mm-hmm. uh, yeah absolutely give us a workshop please you can in go to a, you can go to a lacuna Call concert in style can't you you can feel like yeah, you, exactly. you, you can feel a bit special when you're in a workshop when you're at a lacuna Call gig you know none of these just black t-shirts everywhere <laughs> um yeah I, I i agree with you i think we, we should have seen a workshop i i really wanted the new hoodie but they the time i got to the merch stand they'd run out 
Um, the one with the kind of, I don't know how to best to describe it, the one with the white stains down the front, I suppose. Yeah. Um, the one that's very similar to their stage clothes. I love that. I really wanted to, to grab, sort of snake one of those, but didn't have the chance. So anyway, so yes, yeah, so I would have loved to have snake one of those. Um, and of course, they're now bringing out naughty Christmas socks. Mm-hmm. It's about time. I'm surprised we didn't get them last time. We really needed yeah. naughty Christmas socks. Uh, still don't have a well we do have the naughty Christmas jumper but it's more of a sweatshirt isn't it I feel like we still need the the the, the knitted weave you know proper wool jumper or oh, a onesie yeah or a onesie I'm not sure I want to wear a onesie I'm not sure anybody else would want to see me in a onesie <laughs> if I'm honest but but that's that's no nah, nah. so there's there's a lot out there I'm hoping that some of the stuff from the tour will go on to the European and US merch sites soon enough so I can snag a a hoodie and um, maybe pick up extras of the other stuff as well. So, uh, that's kind of it on merchandise. I won't talk about the thousands of different versions of uh, black anima out there. Um, <laughs> uh, although I have, uh, Marco was told me that um, they're really, they, even they are struggling to find themselves copies of the, uh, the book edition with the tarot cards. Uh, those oh, things yeah. seem to have disappeared off the face of the earth. So um, if you anybody sees them out there, snag yourself a copy while you can. Firstly, it's a I think it's brilliant. I, I love the way they've done the book. The artwork in it is great. Um, the two CDs, you've got the tarot cards. It's a really nice addition to your collection. Uh, I highly recommend it, and it's um, it's a real shame that it's disappeared so quickly. Uh, I've got my. Um, Got some of my black anima stuff signed, uh, but it always feels terrible rocking up with like piles of stuff and saying, "Can you sign this, please?" I'm terrible <laughs> doing that. Anyway, uh, let's just uh, quickly reflect because um, there's been a few changes to the empty spiral site recently. So I'm aware of that. I need to do some updates, some upgrades in the back end. So there's a, I won't go into the technical details, but I'm in the process of sort of testing a series of rather complex. Updates now. What this means is the empty spiral forum has been in maintenance mode. It's been down for quite a few weeks now. Um, I am going to bring it. I'm going to get it working again, but it requires a series of very, very complex changes to take place so that I can maintain the integrity of data and all this sort of stuff. So, what we thought we would do in the in the meantime, and it's something we've been thinking about for some time, as you guys will know, is uh, start up an empty spiral Discord channel which is a Discord server, in fact, with a series of channels in it. That is now live. It's growing slowly. It would be great to get more people on board. We're adding more features to it all the time. I will put an uh, invitation, because that's the way that Discord works, into the show notes of this. And actually, you can find links to it uh, on the WebTSpire website as well, including a little live feed, which will show you how many people are online. So if you're listening to this, and you want to chat live with uh, with us and others, then please join the Discord server. There's, as I say, there's growing interest on there. And you never know, we might see a few famous people on there at some stage in the future. Um, on the podcast, so as I say, we've not really recorded for a very long time. Uh, we're getting back into it. Um, those of you who've been listening to the podcast before will know that we are welcoming without open arms any fellow coilers to come onto the podcast um reach out to us whether it's through the empty spiral website on our facebook page via twitter whatever works for you reach out to us if you want to come on to the podcast we're really friendly it's really easy it doesn't cost a penny 
It just requires you have an internet connection and Skype or maybe Discord as well, depending on how you want to do it. We're very flexible, and you get to tell us about the reason that you're a Lacuna Core fan. So reach out to us. Um, the only thing I wanted to say, I've been doing a lot of talking, but you guys are used to that by now, I'm sure, <laughs> um, is that whilst, uh, whilst the band were touring the UK, I managed to snag some time with Marco. And when I say snag some time, uh, I have seemed to have built this reputation of every time he's late for anything on the tour, it's always my fault. And on this occasion, he, he was late for a meet and greet because because of the <laughs> because of the interview. Um, we were on the bus talking, and we, I asked him questions about Black Animal. So it's a fascinating interview by the person that created the music, the the, the mastermind behind the album. And uh, it was it went on. There was lots of conversation, and then we had the inevitable knock from the tour manager, who was like, "Where are you? What are you doing?" And uh, yeah, apparently, if you were in the meet and greet in, was it where was it? Was it Glasgow? Yes, it was Glasgow. Yeah, yeah. If you were in the meet and greet at Glasgow and uh, and you were waiting around for too long, I apologise because it was probably partly my fault because we'd we'd kidnapped Marco and we were talking to him. So anyway, that will go up over, probably I'll split it into two or three sections because it's quite large. We go through each of the songs in turn, including the bonus tracks on Black Anima. And you get to learn about how they were created, inspirations, some of the fun things that happened. And there'll probably be quite a few surprises in there as well. So look out for that very, very soon. Right. uh, The last thing I wanted us to talk about was that tour. So, uh, Mike, you went on loads of dates. You're catching up with me fast. Well, did you go to <laughs> all the Italy, Italian dates and then all the UK dates? Is that right? Yeah, yeah. So, take us through. You went to, was it Bologna? Uh, uh, Madunia first, Madunia, which is yeah. just outside of Bari, then yeah. Rome, yeah. up to Bologna with the day off before it, and then down to Milan. Yep. And then you flew to the UK. Yeah. And we mm-hmm. saw them in Manchester first. Yeah. And then up to Glasgow. Then to Glasgow, then across to Dublin, then to Bristol, and then finally in London. Yeah. Headed off to mainland Europe. Okay. Uh, I managed to see them in Milan. Uh, that was the, it for me uh, in the Italian leg of the tour. And then I saw them in London, Manchester, uh, Glasgow. Uh, there was a passing in the family, so I had to rush back to London to, well, you know, do the family thing. So after convincing myself and being convinced by others that I should go to Dublin, I didn't quite manage that. So there's a couple of flights in the hotel that I'll never get back. Uh, but I did manage to get out for the Bristol and then subsequently the London shows. So, um, Mike, what are your general experiences? What, what did you think about the tour and the, the set list and just the general vibe? Uh, vibe. Um, it was interesting for me to start with um, in Italy because I'd never really heard of, Infected Rain or Aljaviti and uh, positive, I would say, for the opening. I mean, the opening night in Madunia is pretty much on the outskirts of Bari, which is kind of in the middle of nowhere. So yeah, yeah. Small venue, but packed venue. And that was the recurring theme, I thought, for some of the Italian shows were small, but very, very packed, well-received. And, and for me, as the tour went on, I mean, first night nerves, I thought, through all three bands, it was very hectic in the day. They were doing the rehearsals. Mm. First night nerves out of the way. And the growing confidence, all three bands throughout, 
Mm. Um, and I think that worked. And obviously, Milan is the homecoming show, always a great show. Uh, and then on to the UK. And the UK, they haven't toured fully since the Delirium tour in 2016. So huge anticipation for that from all the fans. And that went down the storm for all the dates as well. I think it's very well received. And just a shame, in some respects, I think that they it would have been better if they could have squeezed in more dates but in the UK. But understandably, they've got the other tour that they're now hooked up on. So it's... Yeah, timing, I guess. Yeah, I think you're right there. I mean, it's worth noting for those people that weren't that close to the tour details that, of course, in Italy and um, in the UK, Lacuna Core were the headliners, uh, but in the other areas, um, Ilavite was the the headliners, and obviously, Infected Rain was, uh, you know, the sort of the the support for on 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 both legs or all three legs, depending on which way you look at it, for the tour. So, I think it was very much tied into the tour dates. I'm sure yeah, yeah. that um, you know, Lacuna is pretty well known about around Europe anyway, right? So, and we, but they did say that, that you know they, they're aware that Ilafito is very popular in certain parts of Europe, and and they're more popular in others. So, it makes sense to me that they. They headline in the areas that they're most popular, and Lacuna uh-huh. Coil are very well known in the UK. Um, you know, I'd say that the UK and now Italy are probably the two areas, two countries within uh, Europe that they're the most popular. Uh, so it makes sense that they um, they headline there. But I think I'm pretty sure that the the tour was really good for Ilvite and uh, an effective rain as well, actually, especially in the mm-hmm. UK. I think they good exposure. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, let's talk about something we can all. Cause I'm, I'm conscious that Rush, you weren't able to to get to all of the dates, or we 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 couldn't do our traditional road trip in the UK, which was really unfortunate. Let's talk about the London show. Um, what did we think, Russ? What did you think of the the London show? Um, I think it was, um, you know, it was one of those settings where it was always destined to be a good night. I think part of it because it was sort of a a homecoming for the band. It's the first, you know show playing london and back at the forum since obviously the recording of the 119 show so i think there was a lot of anticipation in the building both from the band and fans as to you know how this show was going to be perceived yeah yeah absolutely. Um, and also definitely that was very noticeable to me certainly from having seen multiple shows over multiple years is how the fan base has sort of you know grown into a new generation of fans because every time I, you know, see a show in London, you just see younger and younger. You feel older. Yeah. That's (laughs) what you really want to say. You feel older. (laughs) And you you could definitely see that, you know, there's a certain shift in the set list as well, which was definitely heavily weighted to sort of the last three albums. Obviously you'd always expect it to have, you know, airings of black anima being, you know, the black anima tour, the latest album. But, you know, it was very much focused on Black Anima, Delirium um, and the latter day sort of um, ear of the band, really. Yeah, although we did get Heaven's a Lie and Swamp back to back, didn't we, on most of the dates? So obviously, actually, you wouldn't have got Swamp because we got a very special thing, um, which was we got Save Me in London. We which, did. Which surprised me. And I, mm-hmm. I, have, I have to apologise to you, Mike. I think it was Michael Michaela. We were having a conversation. And it was like, are they going to play? save me in london because we'd heard this rumor that had just been whispered around and i know how big and important the london show is to lacuna coil it always is if you ever think if you've ever seen them in london you think these guys aren't taking this seriously rest assured they are 
They are really serious about making that London show a success. And before I go any further, I want to make it very clear. They're, they're very serious about making sure every single show is a success. Um, so it's not like they're dismissive of anywhere else around the country or any other show anywhere else. Uh, but it's fair to say that they feel the pressure. I think it's because of the press. I think it's because of the build-up. I also think that the, the London crowd isn't always the most sympathetic crowd in the world i think it can be very mixed because of the the nature of the london music scene really so it's always interesting for the band when they play in london so when they when i saw because i was in the photo pit and i looked at the set list which is something i rarely do by then i was kind of yeah i I know what's coming along i've heard this this set list a few set list a few times now and when i saw that the penultimate song which was up to this point swamped played straight after heaven's a lie was replaced by save me i was like fucking hell all right they're going (laughs) for it they're going for it um so yeah that was interesting so uh, to answer your question or to to reflect on your statement there russ until the london show they had been playing two songs from camelize so but yeah it was uh i think you're right about the set list and you're also right you know about the the age and the, the generation and that's great isn't it for the band that's brilliant they've been around for over 20 years and their music is bringing in new fans and that, that a that's what they need to do to survive in the music scene right but b it must be really great for them to see a combination of old fogies like me and people even older than me if such a thing can be possible as well as you know young folks coming to the shows and getting into all of the music um I, th- I think it's something we should spend some time talking on the podcast on because, you know, we come from, I don't know how you would describe it, an epoch of Lacuna Coil, which is Comalize, Unleashed Memories and that kind of level, you know, that back that point in time, um, those first three albums. And yet there are, as you say, there are people learning about the band from Shallow Life onwards. And they have a very, very different view about the type of music. And I think we're going to see that when we start looking at the individual songs in the Black Anima, aren't we? That yeah, we're going yeah. to see that reflected, definitely. I, I, well, do you know what I thought was really quite funny? So, uh, on my own thoughts on the London show. Firstly, I think it was a fantastic show, well presented by the bands, all of the bands, but I was really impressed with the crowd at the London show. It was really alive. And I've seen a lot of London Lacuna Core shows. And this was, I think, one of the best live crowds they've had in London. Um, maybe I can only say that because of where I was standing. So about halfway through, I moved back to the, the front of house, so where the sound is, the sound engineers and the lighting engineers are. Um, and I got to see the crowd. And I wasn't expected to see a, expecting, I should say, to see a mosh pit to naughty christmas <laughs> that came as a real surprise to me and it was like okay these guys are taking this shit seriously and that continued into save me which is again it doesn't really feel like a mosh pit kind of song but they were well out for it and uh, there was a lot of energy a lot of energy in the room so yeah i think it was a good show really really good show a great way to end the uk leg of the tour but as you guys will know as soon as it's over we're all like no oh, come back yeah <laughs> don't leave us this way it's horrible. Yeah, so um, we're not going to see them for a while, I don't think. Well, it's a bit of a shame, really. Mm. We need to get our numbers up. I feel like we're lagging behind. I'm sure there are people that have seen them loads of times that we haven't. So disappointed in myself. 
But never mind. <laughs> never mind. Right. Working on those numbers still. It was actually quite a horrible surprise to me earlier in the year when I realised I'd gone over 100 shows and I hadn't even realised it because I hadn't been keeping tabs. I thought I was still in my 90s. This is sounds so arrogant. It's not meant to be. I apologise <laughs> if it comes across as such. Um, when you kind of go, oh yeah, I think I'm nearly 100 now. I'm coming up to it. I need to make it a special thing. I need to celebrate or something. Mm-hmm. And then you look and you're at 103 and you think, shit, I missed it. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I, would start, I guess we all know what the real number of Twain 4 is, right? So I'm just going to make sure I don't miss out on that one. Right, uh, I certainly done enough talking. Uh, we've been talking for over half an hour now. Uh, we'll see how this one comes out when I get it in front of the editing sweet so next next week on the podcast did you see what i did there next time on the podcast will probably be more accurate i think we're gonna start reviewing the songs on black anima starting with the course animanera and working our way through all of the tracks all the way through to the bonus tracks and then looking at the album as a as a whole like we've done with the rest of rest rest ugh, like we've done with the rest of looking of course disco but i think we until then, we need to bring this to a close. This is our first We're Still Alive podcast. Please keep listening. Um, if you want to reach out to us, as I mentioned before, you can reach out to us via the Empty Spiral website. You can reach out to us by Facebook and Twitter. They're probably the three main places to reach out to Empty Spiral. Uh, but you know, if you see us at a show, just say hello, yeah? We're kind of friendly. We won't bite. Well, Mike bites a little bit, but he's all right. it's more of a nibble, isn't it, Mike? More a nibble, yeah. More of a nibble. Um, but if you want to join us on the podcast, reach out to us. If you've got some suggestions or if you just want to say hi, reach out to us because we're always here. Um, you can listen to the Empty Spiral podcast on um, on Apple. It's the main place. Uh, and I really need to get us on Spotify. I need to look into that. That's a something for another day. So, yeah, until then... I'm going to go away and remind myself how podcast editing software works because I completely forgotten. <laughs> that's, that's my test for the week. What the what hell do I do with this now? All this, this, what's going on? I don't know. Uh, it's, turn it's it like, off, turn it on again. I, it's going to be a lot of that. There's going to be a lot of calls to tech support desks that don't exist going, help, I'm stuck. Uh, who knows? But I'm sure I'll work it out and get something online. Um and I, I'll probably be this weekend sort of coming up. So what is it today? It's the 25th today. So it'll probably be about the, the 30th of November, something like that. So you typically release it the weekend when I've got a bit of time to do it, but we'll see. So I'm going to say goodbye, but um, I guess I should end by saying we're back and we're going to do more of this. Um, so we look forward to speaking to you all very, very soon. So there you go. I'm done. I've spoke enough. Uh, whatever you do, make sure you listen to more Lacuna Coil, everybody. And until next time, ciao. Ciao, ciao. Ciao, guys. Ciao.